This is Madeline. And this is Cami. And you're listening to the Communities That Convert podcast. Episode number 96. Hey, Cami, guess who we have on today's podcast? It is it the awesome Kyle Hetrick? Yes, indeed. Our volunteer community manager. Woohoo! Yeah, let's do this. Welcome to the Communities That Convert podcast with Madeline Sklar and Cami Hoiza. In this podcast, you will learn how to build a tribe of raving fans. You will hear tips, ideas, and advice you can use right now on how to grow your own community and provide value that inspires them to take action. Are you ready to get started? This episode is brought to you by the Communities That Convert Facebook group. Come join us in our private group because it's the place where we continue the conversation from here. All you have to do is go to Facebook and look up Communities That Convert and look for the groups, or you can go directly there at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash Communities That Convert. And be sure to use our secret word, action. Yeah, action. I am so excited to have Kyle today on the show. It's really a long time coming. We've been talking about it for a while, but what he's here to talk about is volunteerism and why it's so important. And I think he's the perfect person to talk about it because he volunteers as our community manager for Communities That Convert. And you know, I've felt really strongly about volunteering from the beginning of my career, and it really helped me through a lot of transitions in my career as well. So when I moved from Washington, D.C. to San Antonio... I had a really great job in Washington as the director of communications and when I'm uh, for a big trade association. And when I moved to San Antonio, I knew nobody and I had no prospects, no clients. I think my favorite friend that, that year was a mud swallow who'd built her nest just outside of my window. So that was my only connection. And I went ahead and started volunteering right away. I went to the Public Relations Society of America. They had a local chapter, I found out, and I just started attending all the meetings. And I was just willing to help in any way they needed, you know, move chairs, take out the trash, whatever they needed. And pretty soon they asked me if I wanted to be on the board as the secretary because nobody wanted that job because you just had to take notes and, you know, get them back out to everyone and nobody really wanted that job. And I said, sure, I'll be on that. So I, I got on the board that way. And over the years, I kind of grew through that organization. And when I left San Antonio, they had just nominated me as public relations person of the year. So I went from like, totally unknown to kind of, you know, kind of in a good place by the time I left. Unfortunately, I did leave. I came to Houston where I knew nobody and I, and I had no prospects. So, you know, I've had to start over a couple of times. So I think volunteerism is super important. Yeah, for sure. Because you know, you are who you hang out with, right? Yeah, absolutely true. So that's like a great story. Thanks for sharing that. And that mm-hmm. is why we asked Kyle Hedrick to come on the podcast today. We approached Kyle last year and asked him to help us welcome people and answer their questions over in our private Facebook group. Yeah, he stood out to us for his enthusiasm and he was already doing the job anyway, actually. But yeah. <laughs> it was more like a formality or whatever we yeah. asked him, right? Yeah, he's become a great friend and we're excited to welcome him today and to talk about how you can use volunteering to get noticed like Kyle did. So welcome, Kyle. We're so glad you joined us today. Thanks, Madeline and Cammy. I'm so excited to be here. I'm having a crazy fangirl moment. I'm, I cannot believe I'm actually on the podcast. Oh, we're so glad to have you. 
I think we're fangirling too. I used to turn my street here. <laughs> we're we're really um yeah. We love having you on our our show and in our community. It's been amazing to have you and we're excited to introduce you to the rest of the community. So Yeah. So tell us a little bit about yourself and the different hats you wear in the military to your online business. So I wear many, many hats and it's crazy how all my hair isn't gray at this point in my life already. So back in 08, I joined the Army Reserves. I've been in ever since then. So I've been on for 11 plus years now. I run my business, UBLLC. We're a marketing and business development company. I do that. I also work a full-time job for the Department of Defense as a government civilian. And I am a father of four and one on the way. So, and I, you know what? I also volunteer my time with you guys and with another company called Veterans Referring Veterans as a nationwide thing. I run the state of Utah on their behalf. So I wear so many hats. Yeah, That's no awesome. kidding. Um, tell us a little bit about that online business that you have, though. You, you kind of just blew by that really fast. Tell us what oh, you're doing with that. So many things to list. I'm so sorry. So it started out as a simple, I want to help people do social media marketing. And then it grew into a, well, why don't I help with more than just social media? And then it grew into, I'm already volunteering in my community here. How can I incorporate that, uh, the volunteering and the local community into the business? So it's kind of grown into a local marketing. How do I help local businesses take advantage of their surroundings to get where they want to go? And the business development kind of leans in the same way. How do I take a process or a problem a local business has and tweak it to satisfy what they want as well as what their community wants? That's what we do. Yeah, it's really cool. And you kind of have a heart too for like veterans in this process too, don't you? As part yes, of Yes, I do. I if there's a veteran-owned business out there, they come first on the list for me. That's a passion of mine. Veterans, veteran-owned businesses, anything in the veteran community. I absolutely love helping brothers and sisters in arms, those who are still in, those who have gotten out, because I know the transition can and is for many super, super hard, especially if you're coming from the structured military lifestyle into a brand new business that doesn't really have that structure that veterans are used to. Yeah. So as far as your, we're talking about volunteering too, and, and I'm really excited about that part of it. But why should someone consider volunteering for something like Communities That Convert or the other organizations that you're part of? The first, it's kind of vain, but recognition. You get noticed so quickly for volunteering. The second point that I would like to hit on that one is it's just helpful. You know, if you see a big group or you see somebody that is doing something amazing and you want to get in there and you want to help, they might really need that help. So you'll get the recognition. It's very helpful. You'll feel good in the process. And your point of view is always going to be different than their point of view. No matter if you guys agree on the same thing, you're going to see it completely different. So in the long run, you'll help them just as much as they're going to help you. That's so that. true. Yeah. And you know, Cammie, Kyle is, is one of my volunteers for the Twitter Smarter Twitter chat. He has taken on the role of helping doing our recaps. We do a Twitter moments recap each week. And he does that for me every week and is super helpful. And because of that, he does get the recognition because every week I do a tweet at the end of the chat thanking all my volunteers. And that just really elevates all of them. They're so thrilled to get these like, you know, hey, we're getting help here. We're getting help here from different people. And they just get so excited to 
you know, to feel like they're part of something bigger than themselves. And so Kyle, thank you. Of course. What I love, one of my favorite things about putting the moments together is you get to see the familiar faces who respond in tweets, but then you get to see brand new people who are like, oh, I've stumbled upon this awesome Twitter chat. And then you look at them and you're like, oh, they answered. Let's put this in the moment. So what yes. they see is, oh my gosh, Madeline Sklar has me in her moment for the recap. I, I can't know, believe like it. You, you make me look so good. So thank you for that, <laughs> Kyle. I know. I always feel bad when somebody like sends me a message and say, thank you so much. I'm just like, well, actually... How did that, you know, you know, cause I always feel bad. Like I want people to know like, who did, but yeah, you're right though. I mean, that's when it's something that is large and well-known and people get excited about it. They're even more excited when they're singled out like that. And, and I appreciate that you do that, you know, when you're doing the recap, I think it's really cool. Also, I think it's really interesting too, because if you're going to be attending something anyway, you should just be helping out because it does elevate you. So I love what Kyle said. It's not necessarily bad to say you're going to get recognition because the bottom line is, is that it's the easiest way to get recognition that's out there for sure that I've ever, that I've ever seen anyway. Yeah. So our next question is what are the best ways to volunteer and like what kind of tasks are involved? The sky's the limit to answer that question. Really, you can do anything that's needed. If you want to help contact people for an event, if you want to help set up some technical support, for a live stream. If you want to help moderate a group, for example, just ask. I mean, you never know what some people need help with. Like for my podcast, if someone were to say, hey, can I help you with anything? I'd be like, yes, absolutely. Every Friday, text me. Did you record your episode yet? Because that would be amazing. Just So just ask. That's the easiest way you can find something to do. And you know what's oh. so interesting about that too, Kyle, is that many times that can lead to paid work. And let me give this great example. My Twitter Smarter Twitter chat started, we're about to celebrate the four-year anniversary. And the very first one I did back in July of 2015, as soon as the chat was over, this girl approached me on Twitter and she was participating. And she says, hey, I'm a graphic designer and I would love to do the graphics for you at no charge. Because I had done them myself in Canva and they were okay, but they weren't great. And I was like, yes, please. I was so thrilled. And they were so amazing that I've hired her for many projects over the years. And as a matter of fact, we're going to relaunch the Twitter Smarter podcast. And she was the original, I paid her to do the artwork for that podcast. And I'm paying her again now to rework it for me. But she reached out to me and said, what can I do to help you? I want to volunteer. I want to be part of what you're doing, which is amazing. And you've recommended her too. I know that for Oh, a fact. tons. Yeah, I've recommended so much, so many referrals to her that she occasionally says, Hey, I owe you. I'm going to do your next project free of charge. Like she does that occasionally or gives me a discount because she gets so many referrals from me. But I'm happy to. If I love what you do, I'm going to refer people to you. Yep. So our next question is how can you set boundaries so you don't get taken advantage of? Because I think some people might worry about that too. Yeah, that's a unique question because obviously we're talking about volunteering. And with volunteering, you're giving your time away for free. So how do you make sure that you're not giving away too much time? The best way I've found is to be upfront, be honest. When you're talking with someone, hey, can I help you do this? And they say, yeah. As soon as you're into it, maybe say a couple of days into it, sit down with them and say, hey, I want to continue doing this for you, but I want to make sure you and I are on the same page about what is actually happening because it could either lead to continue volunteering or it could lead to part of what you've been doing becoming paid work, or you might find that it's just not the right fit for you. So very simple. Just talk. Be upfront. Be honest about it. 
and don't be afraid to ask those questions. Communication. I, I can't believe it. Yes. Communication. And, and <laughs> also for the, on the other end of that, the organization or the person behind that's providing these volunteer opportunities is also okay for them to like really spell things out. Narmada, who recently started taking our Twitter Smarter Chat recaps and editorializing them every week, which is amazing. Like she actually takes, she takes what you do, Kyle, your moments, and she goes through all those tweets and she writes an editorial and she, I asked her if she would do it. Okay. Not the editorial, just taking the recaps and putting them on my blog. And she's like, well, I'd love to write up an editorial. I said, okay. And then the first one I saw, it was so amazing and you could tell it was time consuming. So after I'm like, are you sure? I want to make sure I want to set some boundaries. I want to make sure I don't want her to feel like she's taken advantage of. And sometimes people are too nice to say otherwise. And I didn't want her to feel like, what did I get myself into? So I was very clear with her. Like, I just want to make sure this is not too time consuming and you're okay doing this every single week. Cause she really wanted to help and do more as a volunteer. And I'm like completely blown away. So I think it's smart for both sides to really look at what someone is doing and having some boundaries. Absolutely. Very true. Mm -hmm. If you are the person giving these volunteer opportunities, it helps to have something laid out. Like if you're going to say, Hey, I want to extend this opportunity to you have some bullets, write it down, give an actual offer. Don't just wing it every now and then because you will have the people that are just too nice to say no. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So next up, well, the question we want to ask you is, what are other ways short of volunteering that you can get noticed in an online community? Be engaged. I mean, it really comes back down to that. Just stay active, stay engaged, keep your face out there, but then do things outside the norm. For example, in the CTC Facebook group, one of the first things I did was a video post. I didn't see any video posts at all. So I was like, you know what? I want to get my name out there. I want to get noticed. The best thing to do it is do a video post about me and just make it spunky. Put it out there. So if you see a status quo of things going on, take a step back, look at other ways to do exactly what they're doing and go for it. That's great. I mean, we did notice that, by the way. <laughs> I remember that video. That Actually, was I think it put us very to smart. We're like, oh, we should have put a video in. <laughs> I know. That's what I was like. Wait a minute. I got to fix my hair, put some makeup on. Darn it. Why do guys always do that? No, I'm joking. Yeah, I just threw but, my hat but, on and went for it. But it was great. And it is a great way to get noticed. So kudos to you for doing that. And it also inspires other people to jump in and do it. A lot of people are nervous to do video, even still in 2019. So when they see you know someone like you doing that, Kyle, they are inspired. I love that. I mean, I like video, but it makes me crazy too. I mean, it makes me nervous sometimes too. Crazy, huh? Because I'm on video all the time. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> it's weird. So our other question that we have here is what are the biggest challenges of volunteering? Ooh, I know for me, time management, capitalize both words, bold it, underline, italicize everything. Time management is something you have to be on top of just to survive in your everyday life. But if you're going to volunteer your time, People are counting on you to do these things because you've said, I'm going to do this. And where I'm from, you're only as good as your word. And if you can't live up to your word, then you're doing damage to your reputation. You're doing damage to yourself. And if you're a business owner, you're doing damage to your business and any potential customers, clients that might get there. So manage your time. If you have to, put it on a calendar. For me, I have to put everything on a calendar and set four reminders or it's just not going to happen. So that's the biggest challenge I could see. And the second biggest challenge is making sure you fit 
where you're trying to volunteer. If you have a vision of something and you want to just go for it, but the leadership of what you're trying to volunteer with doesn't match, it might not be very comfortable for you in the long run. So manage your time and make sure you find the right place, the right thing to volunteer for. That's great. That's awesome. And what, it, what I mean, just digging into that a little bit more, how do you think of the right place to volunteer? I mean, what's the thought process that goes through your mind? For me, one of the, my favorite platforms to use is Twitter because you can find anyone and anything on Twitter. So I'm on there and I'm using certain hashtags. And that's where I came across the Veterans Referring Veterans group. I'm already, we all know I'm passionate about veterans. And so mm-hmm. when I found a group that has that same passion, that shares that enthusiasm, and that was looking for people to help, it just clicked for me. So find things that you're passionate about, things that you love to do. And it doesn't have to be business related. It can be anything, honestly. Veterans is outside of business. It's a personal thing for me, something I can personally relate to. Yeah. No, that's a really good advice because I think finding those things that you can personally relate to or that are very tightly connected with your profession, that's good too, I think. What do you think? Oh, for sure. Because you share the same thought process. You, you know, you can, when you say something, the person on the receiving end will understand what you're talking about because there might be jargon there that you guys are both familiar with. There, you might see a problem and you guys both find the same solution for it. So absolutely, things that are close to you, close to the heart, close to your profession, all those things are great places to start. So what are some tips you would give to people looking for an impactful place to volunteer? I think that's just going down a little bit lower than that. Yeah, that would tie back into the passion that, that I mentioned. If you really want to volunteer and you want to do it for the right reasons, you're going to do it at a place where you can relate to. I'm going to end up going right back to the veteran thing. You know what? Let's do. This. I'm going to go back to the CTC Facebook group. Okay. I Another passion I have is helping people. If I know that anything I do will help somebody, I'm going to do it. So in the Facebook group, I'm going to ask these questions like, hey, where are you at with this project? How can I help with this project? What are you thinking about for the third quarter of this year? Or even something simpler, I hope everyone's having a good day. If you're not, what's going on? So I have to get back to the passion about it. You have to be able to talk for hours and hours about something to really find that right place to volunteer. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, go passion always wins out with something like that, you know. So I love that you bring that up. Our last question for you, what are the biggest benefits of volunteering? Well, you're happy. You feel good. You're helping other people. You're getting your name out there. You're getting recognized. And I for me, it's the feel good about it. Yeah, you can't help but feel good when you're doing good. No, definitely. I mean, that's, that's a tweetable. That's- Okay, you have to make that. that a tweetable. Yeah. Tweet, Everybody tweet. listening, make that a tweetable right now and put pound um, CTC podcast. Yep. Pound CTC podcast is the hashtag. That's awesome. And the other thing that I think is a big benefit of volunteering too, is that especially if you're volunteering in a community or a place where your ideal customer might be, that's going to really help to bring out your, eventually your business without being salesy ever, you know, and I, and that's big for me. I I hate going out and being salesy about stuff. So anyway. No, you're right. If you don't like to go out and be salesy, Hey, buy my business. Hey, buy my product. Hey, look at me. I'm over here. I'm over here. That's a whole nother way of doing exactly that. Hey, I want to work with that guy because that guy's out there giving back to his community. That guy, he cares about these people or he has a passion for this. And man, I really enjoy that. So I'm going to go to him because 
or her, because if I see that fire burning so much outside of business, I can only imagine what they're like inside their business. So that's absolutely right. I think that I've gotten all of my clients that way over the years, to be honest with you, is through volunteer things that I've done. So I'm totally on board with that, including Houston Social Media Breakfast. I mean, I run that for free and it's everybody that's a current client came from that. So I think that that's just true across the board. I mean, this is a really great way to build those relationships, right? Yeah. My music community came from that as well. And that's what's so interesting, Kimmy. We both have these like very passionate things we've done to build these large communities from many, many years ago. And my passion was music, started an online community. And so much of my career was shaped from that, becoming the person I am today, being a speaker, consultant, podcaster, all these things. It all started with running this online music community and having it be 100% volunteer run. I volunteered and they volunteered. It was not about money. It was about let's help people. So I think that's great. So yeah, I mean, Kyle, thank you so much for taking time today. We love having you on the podcast. We love having you in our group. We definitely are action takers, as you know. And so we asked you to help us come up with an action. So do you want to roll it out? Absolutely. Uh, So the call to action for this episode is going to be find a cause or community that you are passionate about and see if you're all in. And even if you are or not, how can you go even further? So are we going to have a conversation about this in the group? Uh, yeah, absolutely. With you a video, right? Have a, With a even video. better. Video replies. It doesn't matter how you do it. Get over to the Facebook group and let's talk about this. So I tell them that. how they can get into the Facebook group, uh, Madeline. Facebook.com slash group slash communities that convert. But you know, if you're new there, it's going to ask you a couple of questions. And one of them is the secret word. Cammy, or actually, Kyle, you know it, right? Was What's that secret word? We always have to share it in the podcast. Action. Yes. Action. Action. Love that. Love the way you said that. That's so cool. And you know what? Before we go, though, first of all, it's awesome, Kyle, having you come be here with us. Like We talk about you all the time on the podcast, and now people get to hear your voice, which is awesome. They're like, I know Kyle now. I got to hear him on the podcast. And we really appreciate your time today. Oh, of course. If they don't know me by now, they will soon. (laughs) <laughs> and how can people reach you uh, online, on social media? How, how can people get in touch with you? We'll have it in the show notes, but can you tell us real quickly what's an easy way for people to reach out to you that are listening right now? Absolutely. The quickest way to get a hold of me is on Twitter at Kheterific. That's K-H-E-T-R-I-F-I-C. And it's the same for Instagram, but Twitter is the best way to get a hold of me. If you want to find my website, it's G-O-I-U-B-Y.com. That's where you'll find more about my business and what we do. That's so awesome. And before we go, I, I want to start a new thing, Cammy, at the end of the podcast. You know, Instagram has gotten so big. It just keeps growing and growing. Everybody's on it. I'm sure just about every listener of this podcast is on it. We want you all to start doing something for us. We want you to take a screenshot. I do this all the time with podcasts I listen to. And this is a great way to get noticed by the people you're listening to and to get, you know, into their on their radar and seen by other people. Take a screenshot of this podcast wherever you're listening to it and share it in your Instagram, do an Instagram story and tag us, tag at Kami Chat and at Madeline Sklar and use our hashtag CTC Podcast. So pound CTC Podcast. We want to see that. Kami and I will share it in our stories, which just benefits all of us and it's fun. And we it's a great way for us to know you're listening. Also to have an idea of who you are so I can follow you. That's right. We want to follow you. We love our listeners. So mm-hmm. do us that and we will follow you for sure. Yeah. And get to know each other. So thank you, Kyle, so much for coming on. 
And he'll be waiting for you as we will in the group over at Communities That Convert in Facebook. So please go on over there and we will have a lovely conversation. Really excited about that. All right. Thank you. All right. Bye, guys. Talk to you next week. See ya. Hey, this is Madeline. And I want to let you know you can connect with us on our website at communitiesthatconvert.com. You can get all the information in the show notes for this episode. And we also encourage you to visit us on our Twitter profiles. You can reach out to me at Madeline Sklar. That's spelled M-A-D-A-L-Y-N-S-K-L-A-R. And also to Cammie. Her Twitter handle is at CamiChat, and that's spelled K-A-M-I-C-H-A-T. We look forward to hearing from you. Hey, Madeline, don't forget, we want to give a shout out to our friend Todd Giantasio from The Growth Suite, who sponsors the Communities That Convert website. Yeah, if you want to learn how to position yourself as an authority and get found online, check them out at thegrowthsuite.com. And that's sweet spelled S-U-I-T-E. Thanks for listening to the Communities That Convert podcast with Madeline Sklar and Cami Hoiza, where you learn how to build a tribe of raving fans. Stay in touch with Madeline and Cami through their website at communitiesthatconvert.com. Thank you.